Hello everyone, I am back again to resume my mini-series on the Third Silesian War, which is as a part of my larger series on the Seven Years' War in its various theaters. Today I'll be concluding the war and kind of talking about some major outcomes and kind of how things, things did or did not change depending on how the war went. And after this I will start the Pomeranian War, which may be more interesting to certain people who prefer wars involving Sweden. You never know. So, let's get to talking about the war. So, at this point... Oh, sorry about using so so much in that part. That that was a lot of so's. So, at this point, we now know that, Pru- that Russia and both Russia and Sweden kind of dropped out. We're kind of in the final stretch here. Because of this... Because of the way that now Prussia has, like, secured flanks. They're no longer fighting a war on many fronts. They're fighting a war on one front. They could concentrate all of what they had against the Russian forces. I mean, all of what they had, the Austrian forces, sorry. Sometimes these names get so similar, I mix them up a bit in my voiceovers. In my, my podcast, not my voiceovers. <laughs> they had, like, all these new forces back from the north, and they had all these troops, and they also had this Russian force under their command, however. Peter was actually deposed in the same stretch by his wife, who would be known as Catherine the Great. And she would kind of withdraw from the alliance, and she would also, she would kind of like, not, the forces would kind of stop fighting with them. However, the Prussians would soon engage the remaining Austrian forces under Don, and they actually, Frederick actually kind of persuaded that the guy who was in charge of them to remain in the area and present a potential threat without actually fighting. So he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't technically be fighting, but he would kind of keep a threat to the Austrians. This victory would be called, this battle would be called the Battle of Burks, Burkersdorf. Sorry, Burkersdorf. I don't know why I'm thinking Burks. This is a pretty big Prussian victory, despite the fact that the Austrians had a sizable numeric advantage. This would see the recovery of most of Silesia from Austrian control. And Don would continue to retreat. And the Prussians would soon besiege a city called Squid. Sorry, hard to pronounce. I talked about it before. I believe Squidnitz. It's something like that. It's hard to pronounce. I'm sorry. Fun fact: the only thing I really like write down is the names of some of these locations and some major dates to make it. That way, I don't keep like factually wrong information. So technically, I don't know if you could consider that unscripted, but it's pretty much unscripted except for like the things I write down. During the same period, Prince Henry would launch a his own like army into Saxony, where he would kind of fight the defenders of Dresden at the place called the Battle of Freiburg. Oh, another thing, I write down some major battles, that way I can also remember their names, and don't say like wrong names and confuse you. This battle would be a success on his part, and this would kind of force them back to Dresden, and after this battle, the Prussians would also have control over most of Saxony. He would also kind of raid into the Holy Roman Empire and kind of deal with some supporters. And soon enough, the um, Empress of Austria, Maria Theresa, would kind of agree to a peace negotiation. They would soon, and during this period, they would declare a temporary armistice in Saxony and Silesia, and they would begin peace talk, which is, I think is very cool. By the end of this, most of Silesia had been controlled as well as Saxony. However, Austria still had some other areas of Dresden and Saxony. This is kind of a stalemate. Things don't really change that much. 
Prussia had Prussia at this point. The 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 finances were pretty stable. The the currency devaluing wasn't that big of a deal for them. However, their army was definitely. The country had been devastated. They had been significant portions had been occupied by enemy forces, and they had lost a lot of men. At this point, Austria was actually in a very big financial crisis due to all the taxes. They had to reduce their army supplies. They had to reduce their numbers. And without their allies' supports and monies, actualized support or subsidies, they had, to, they had no, pretty, no, pretty much no chance. And at this point, the wider 70s world had also seen a series of like peace talks beginning. They would sign the Treaty of Who... I'll go read this real quick off it. Better. Hubert Seberg. Hubert... I'm saying I'm saying Herbert Herbert Esberg Herbert Esberg Herbert Esberg something like that. Frederick he kind of already like he already kind of considered authoring Eastern East Prussia at this point, and like in exchange for Peter helping him, but because Catherine already withdrawed, they didn't need to make this negotiation, which is kind of good for them. They basically ended up restoring their borders just the way it was. The Austrians would withdraw from Glatz, which would give them... They would restore the um, Prussian control of Silesia in exchange for Prussia pulling out of Saxony. So basically, the status quo remained the same, or some people stay. Status quo, antebellum, which is kind of a Latin phrase used sometimes in this kind of things. It's some, it means something along the lines of, like, the state existing before his war, and pronounced status quo, antebellum, antebellum, or status quo, ante. Fun fact. I guess, I don't know if it's technically a fun fact, but it's a Latin fact, so I'm going to call it a fun fact. Austria would, then Austria would also kind of renounce the, any claim that they had to the area. And the, with this, they would end the war. Some outcomes, borders would not change that much. This would definitely be, I would consider this to be a diplomatic victory, however, like a victory for the Prussians. As Even though they did not gain territory, the Austrians did agree to kind of like cede their formal claim, so now the Austrians acknowledge that we don't have any claim over this territory anymore, which is a good victory. Also, they show the strength. They show that they could rival a nation as powerful as Austria because at the beginning of the war, the Austrians planned to let's basically kill Prussia, split it up between them and their allies, but at the end of the war, we see how Prussia, would, Prussia survived, and this kind of made them a great power. They won recognition. They also definitely... This would also help Fred the Great personally. After he had a very big, he had a very big reputation. Already, Fred had a good reputation. This kind of like supercharged it. He's regarded as a very good military general a lot. I also consider him to be a very good military general personally, and I do like many of his strategies. I like the way he fights in many of his battles, and I just like them as like I feel like as a general, he's definitely in my top like fifty, like most like. Like, the best, like, not, like, the best, like, they killed the most people. Like, the best, like, in historically speaking, like, the generals who are the best at actually being a general to just the most successful. He may have lost, but he actually managed to seize victory from a scenario in which, and he got very lucky. I mean, a lot of this war, I would argue that without the luck of the two miracles of the House of Brandenburg, his fort, he made, he probably would not have survived the war. Either one of them, if they didn't happen, could have seen the war completely shift. And this kind of protected him a lot. And because of this, actually, people around the world, they, pe- during this war, people around the world were definitely kind of watching what was going on. And because of Prussia's success, a thing that happened back then, 
People would station military officers in other countries in their armies often to kind of gain knowledge and just kind of like observe the war, give them info on what's happening. Because of this, a lot of countries would send to like their officers to Prussia to kind of learn what they do, like try to figure out like how they do it, which kind of made Prussia like a new standard of kind of the guys that other countries would imitate when it came to fighting wars. However, this would definitely weaken the economy and devastate the population. And after this, a lot of Frederick's reign was just rebuilding what they had lost. However, they did recover quite well. And they definitely saw a lot of deaths. Their war, another thing that happened badly would be that they lost a lot of their veterans. So they would be definitely, um, Frederick would lose a, many battles after this, partially due to the fact that his forces lacked the veterans which they had before. In addition to this, a lot of some of their leaders and like officers, a lot of people just died who were experienced, which led to a series of this would kind of weaken their armies until they would launch reforms later on. So like I would say, Prussia definitely suffered, but not terribly. But their major loss, so their leader would definitely benefit. Their like reputation would benefit, but it came at a cost of an economic and manpower issues, and it would kind of cost them a lot of veterans to see them kind of lose later in. This war would definitely also, this would be terrible for Austria. Austria lost men. However, they did manage to kind of weaken what power their northern rival, aka Prussia, had. And they would also see terrible debt, however. But it did kind of give them their prestige back and show that they were still a major fighter. However... They would also, this this was actually kind of a success for them in a way, because their army did so much better in this war than in previous wars, which kind of showed that, yes, alright, the military reforms were a good idea. They would continue to do more things also. They would kind of keep their power as a power. I mean, they would kind of keep the position as a power. There's also some whole political stuff, Frederick voting for the emperor's, empress's son. However, I'm not going to go into this as this like, form of politics in this area. Is pretty complex to me, at least, and I have trouble understanding it sometimes. I will admit that sometimes, like, the whole system in this area of Europe, the way they did government was somewhat confusing. To me, at least. This kind of also showed that... But this also kind of showed that the Prussians were definitely a threat to the Austrian peoples. They would also, however, manage to, like, kind of reform it and kind of help rebuild things, which is good for them. And that's about all for now. Goodbye, everyone. And this was the end of my mini series on the Celestian War, which is, but I will continue my largest series on the Seven Years' War. Goodbye.